All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Today is December 22nd, 2020. It's about 537. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and bring this meeting to order. Uh, I am present, uh, Marwan Cameron, the executive director of Gather Together, Grow Together. We'll just go from right to left. So, Rod, we'll start with you. All right. So every board member is here except for uh, Diana Sullivan, who couldn't make it uh, just for the sake of the recording. Roderick McGrew is present. Marlon Marshall is present. Naja Jackson, Shaylin Houston, Rob Dent, Stephanie Dent, and Diana Sullivan is absent today. So we have almost a full board. Thank you guys for being able to join us. I'm going to go over the updates really quickly. As you know, we did a huge Thanksgiving Day feed, which is something different than what we've done in years past. Um, this year, we partnered with uh, Northwest Hospitality, uh, with Island uh, Hut. Uh, there's uh, two brothers now that are opening up a gym at Emanuel. I cannot recall the name. So they gave us their location because we couldn't. It was such a big event. 7-Eleven uh, wouldn't allow for us to do it. Uh, the Urban Plan Shop, who's always very supportive of us, were actually open on that day. So it wasn't fair to try to usurp, you know, their customers and, and you know, have all those people there. Uh, and then uh, Kitsap Rescue Mission has some insurance issues with, you know, there's no one in the building. So there's some liability with us operating there. So we were able to serve almost 200 folks. Um there's some pictures that we put on Facebook. Uh, I was peeling 150 potatoes, and Stephanie did the bulk of the, the cooking. Uh, New, New Horizon Baptist Church allowed us to use their kitchen. And so it also allowed us to extend some of our partnerships. So we're able to feed um, our partners over there, uh, Youth for Christ. Uh, the YWCA, we provided 20-something meals. Uh, the motel or hotel out in Port Orchard. Uh, what is the name of that one, Stephanie? Vista. The Vista Hotel. 25 meals out there. And uh, all of the different neighbors that we deliver meals to. So it was a huge success. Um, drug Court Alumni has started a nonprofit program for folks that are going through drug court to have an opportunity to uh, continue with their sobriety and also make a difference in the community. Uh, which is awesome. They helped us, you know, like I said, Northwest uh, Hospitality with Anton came out and it was just an overall really good event. Uh, Paisley Gallagher donated a bunch of food to us. Uh, and so that was really fantastic. That said, we're not doing anything this Christmas because it was quite the undertaking and uh, there was a lot that went into it and we're, we're tired. <laughs> uh, with that, oh, we are going to switch up. So uh, Pre-COVID, you know, we were serving the hot salmon dinners in New Horizon Baptist Church, and then COVID shut down inside dining and all that good stuff. So we shifted to outside meals. Uh, and with that, uh, other people have kind of followed suit, right? So you've got Bailey and Island Hut have come down, uh, and they have been feeding every single day, which is fantastic. So we were only doing Thursdays. They picked it up seven days. I think uh, Food Not Bombs is another uh, organization that's been feeding. So we've got a lot of effort downtown. 
And so with that, we're going to go ahead and pull out of downtown and we're going to go ahead and get more into our delivery service, right? And so I think what often happens is as you're serving these different populations, you've got the homeless population that either you can see or not see. We see them because we're looking for them that are on the street that need a hot meal. But we have a lot of folks that are in housing, but they're barely hanging on, right? They're not paying their rent right now. Thank God for the moratorium. Uh, and whether or not they're getting food stamps, if they're even eligible for the food stamps, they're not able to make ends meet. And so they're suffering silently. And so we want to make sure that those folks uh, try to, we try to stabilize them as much as we can uh, with providing food to them. So we will continue to provide food to the Vista, YWCA, Youth for Christ, and the emergency shelter. We're going to continue to reach out that way because we do have our transportation fleet. And so we are able to get out there into the community uh, a lot more than just inside the community. Uh, so we will do that. Uh, as you know, uh, transportation has been going pretty well. We have our partnerships with Kids at Mental Health, Kids at Transit, uh, Salvation Army, uh, Kids App Connect, uh, Kayak, uh, and many others. Uh, the city of Bremerton has reached out to us and asked us um, what it would be to uh, transport their folks uh, during, uh, if it's really cold, icy, snowy, windy, things like that, from uh, Silverdale out to Poulsbow. Is that correct, Rob? Yeah. Okay. You want to elaborate on that at all? Stephanie, or did I catch it all? Sure. <laughs> or did, did I, if I caught it all, that's okay. It's, it's during the, the Silverdale um, severe weather shelter had to close down for some reason. And so anybody who is showing up there on those days will be transported to Paulsville. Gotcha. Um, so they, and then if they can't fit them into there, they're going to try to fit them in elsewhere. Um, problem is, is due to COVID, capacity is also down too. So they're trying to come up with other places to open up for severe weather shelters. All right, perfect. Uh, also, as you know, uh, we started the uh, construction wing back in February. Of course, right before COVID hit. So everything shut down and we have been waiting for work. Well, that work has finally come uh, in the beginning of November or mid-November. Uh, we were able to finally get started over there at Viewcrest Village. Uh, we put in a bid for four roofs, um, and when they finally wanted to go forward, they gave us two roofs. Well, as we finished the first roof, uh, you know, they liked our work, uh, and so they gave us another two roofs. Now, it's taken us a little longer than, of course, we would want because this weather has been crazy. It's not great roofing weather, right? You can't roof in the rain. Uh, and so we've got folks that are on the job site and uh, paying them, uh, you know, a stipend to work. Uh, at this point, we have six roofs that we need to do. So it is growing. Uh, so we're uh, excited about that. We want to make sure that we do a really good job on our first commercial project. Uh, so if you do want to go by and check it out, uh, I can provide you the address so you can see um, the fruits of our labor uh, for construction. But I'm definitely proud of everybody uh, uh, getting out there and doing it. And today they had to start late because it was uh, frosty out. And so they had to wait for the ice to kind of melt before they could jump up on that roof. Uh, some of our partnerships, uh, Northwest Hospitality, uh, Anton has been awesome. Uh, we're 
uh, trying to continue to work and finesse that relationship. Uh, he does have a mobile clothing closet and a very sophisticated inventory. So if someone needs clothing, they can actually say, hey, I need a woman's size nine pair of shoes. And he can look in his inventory and find that. And we're looking at ways where we can be the, the, the transportation for that. So if you know someone that needs clothing, um, let us know. Uh, and we'll reach out to Anton uh, and then do that. We are trying to get his that part of the website embedded onto our website. Uh, so we don't have to kind of refer, but it's just right there. But we're having a lot of fits with trying to get the coding right on that. So we'll continue to work on that. Uh, any questions on that? All right. Uh, for other partnerships, the city of Bremerton, uh, this is our first year with official partnership and having contract with them. So the first contract that we had really didn't require anything but for us to report. So they gave us 4,000 face masks to distribute. Uh, we got we went through those 4,000 pretty quickly uh, throughout the county. Uh, they gave us another 4,000 and we are going to receive another 2,000 here in about a week. So we will have distributed about 10,000 face masks in maybe the, the span of about two and a half months. So we're really happy about that. And that opportunity led to the ERAP program. As uh, most of you know, Rob, the, or Rod, the ERAP program is an emergency uh, funding program for those that can't pay their rent. And so there was a pocket of money uh, that was set aside uh, to help folks to do that. Well, in this county, they were looking and seeing that uh, many of the minority populations were not being served uh, at the percentages that the population is being affected. And so they um, wanted to come in and, and kind of tap on some of the organizations that are that have the ear and the connections with folks and to do that. So they uh, gave us a $15,000 grant uh, to do that. Uh, the first round was $600,000 that went pretty fast, about two and a half weeks, I would say. Uh, we had to wait a while. They suspended it to try to process and see how the money was gonna go. They released another $997,000. That money went in six days, seven days. It, it was it's ridiculous. The need is phenomenal uh, in a bad way. Uh, and then they got another fund of another million dollars basically, and that went even faster. Uh, so fast, in fact, that we had to submit for vouchers. They had to go to a voucher system and G2 got 10 vouchers and they were gone like that. I think we had probably 40 people for 10 vouchers. Um, and so the, the need is great. It's gonna continue to rise. Uh, as we know, Congress just passed their stimulus uh, and kept the, the moratorium in. But we also know that some of these homeowners and companies are doing slick stuff, like saying we're gonna put the house up for sale so that they can get their, their people out. Um, so, Shaylin, you want to, because you're, you're nodding your head, you want to jump in there at all and, and just kind of... Yes, well, when you have uh, homeowners transferring names just to put somebody out of the house, that's pretty bad. Um, but that ERAP money, um, they had pockets of uh, people going around to homes, um, literally helping people in their living room mm -hmm. during COVID mm -hmm. fill out these forms and make sure that people were, you know, getting those. And I'm hopeful that, um, if, you know, in January, 
once we start reading more into this packet, I don't know who's going to read it, but I'm thinking more is going to come out because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things in there. It'll be interesting to see how much more ERAP money is. So maybe we'll hit another, maybe we'll hit a fourth round right. and, um, and just have your families ready. Something is going to come through. And so if you have people that you know that, that have not, definitely haven't received any money, whether they've already gotten some, because some of that money went all the way back to April. So paying back rent mm -hmm. you know, wow. and getting current, you know, and so then some of those people will be in line to get more rent paid for them too. And so I'm, I'm thankful that the way that they're writing some of these things out, so that somebody that got served one time can still get in line again, also knowing we're going to take care of other people too. So, yeah, I'm glad to see that we got some vouchers. And like I said, just just keep um, your folks in mind. Some more money, I'm sure, will be coming down. Yeah, so, so that, that was like $2.5 million that went like that. It, yep. Kitsap County is small. So for yep. that much money to go that quickly with targeting just the minority population, yep. wow. Wow, wow, wow. That, and, to, and to be able to say that, that says a whole lot. You know, you, you, you can't deny it now. You know right. what I mean? You, you right. might have been able to scrape things under the rug and put people behind tree lines and stuff like that. So you can't see. This right here is documented. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Documented with the federal government. So we're on the map. You know, we're a small yeah. space, but there's a lot of need right here in this small space. And I want to give uh, Stephanie uh, a shout out for that uh, because during COVID, the office was open to process those, uh, you know, those applications. And so, you know, they tried to streamline it and make it easier for folks. But if you've never filled out that paperwork, it's still very daunting and difficult and trying to get the landlord to sign and what's this percentage and how do I calculate that? Um, and, and Stephanie was there and she... Uh, she was even helping people that were outside of the county. People were calling from, you know, Pierce County, King County. Can we get help? Where do we go? And, and she wouldn't just say, hey, try to find the number. She would actually provide the information for them. Uh, and so she, she really took it on. Uh, and then kind of as Shaylin did was saying, we didn't go into people's homes, but we would drive out, get their paperwork, bring it back, fill it out, take it back out to let them sign it so that they can keep social distancing and doing those things. Uh, and then we extended those services to Kayak and Mount Zion and others uh, if they wanted to take advantage of that and, and try to keep their folks safe. So, you know, if that that does, we do get another round, thankfully, uh, we'll continue to process that because that is uh, tremendously important. Uh, so that was ERAP. And uh, one last one is the Drug Court alumni. And so uh, Northwest Hospitality and Don Michelle, uh, as most of us know, uh, kind of uh, reached out and they ended up working with us during that event. Uh, one of their members, Sarah, was a, a college student in my class. And of course, you know, they like what we're doing and want to try to find a way to partner. We just got an email today where someone has been authorized to do their community service at G2. So they will be starting that next week. Uh, Drug Court Alumni has uh, founded a 501c3 nonprofit that is supported by their, the, the judge. And I believe that's Judge Doctor, if I'm not mistaken. So they've got a lot of support, and so we're going to try to find ways to support that too. Uh, so we should, uh, we're going to have a meeting in January with them. They've invited us to their meeting. Uh, so we'll see how we can help each other and how uh, those folks can help to serve the mission uh, that they're trying to work on. Uh, for those of you that know, uh, Erica and B helped us with uh, forming G2 way back when, 
I had a meeting with Erica yesterday, which was great. Her daughter is about to turn two, if you can believe that. It's been two years. So she is back. And so we're trying to find a way of, of, can we pick up where we left off? Do we need to do something different? So she is providing me with some strategic planning uh, items to look over and has already sent me a grant to pursue. So she is all in. Uh, sadly, B uh, had a heart attack. She had a quadruple bypass surgery. She is doing uh, well now. Uh, and I think she's going to uh, start RVing from what Erica was saying. So we'll keep her in, uh, in our prayers. But it sounds like she's doing well. And she just posted something on Facebook right before I got on here. So she's definitely active. I just want to talk quickly about our expenses. You know, our food program does cost quite a bit to run. Uh, and then also serving outside, uh, there's an additional cost as you need tents and things like that as it gets cold. It is freezing out there on Thursdays. Uh, we're going to feed tomorrow uh, because Thursday when we normally feed, one, it's Christmas Eve. But it's also Rob and Stephanie's wedding anniversary. How many years, guys? 28. 28 years of marriage. So applause to that. You don't see that too often now. Uh, and there's something to be said for longevity uh, and going through those ups and downs and, and hanging in there and not giving up on each other. So that's a big deal. So congratulations, Rob and Stephanie. Um, so we're going to do our feeding on Wednesday, and then that will be our last outdoor feeding of the year. And as we switch into 2021, we'll get into our delivery transportation. And that's not to say that we won't still provide meals downtown, but they may be more in a drop-off kind of capacity as needed. But we don't want to have too much duplication of effort. We want to reach out to as many people as possible, right? Fill as many bellies as we can. Uh, so that's good. So our food program, there's expenses there. Uh, as you know, we have several vehicles. Uh, we also have a Ford F-250 that we're using for construction. Uh, and that thing needs about $1,900 worth of exhaust work. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all these vehicles are older. Um, so oil changes and maintenance and insurance. Uh, I, I won't tell you how much that is. You can look at the, <laughs> at the sheet, the line items, if you want to uh, have a stroke over it but it is something else. So uh, we will continue to repair those. Uh, as you know, um, when COVID really hit hard and concessions went away because that is our primary source of income, uh, you know, I had to uh, go back to work and try to make sure that, you know, G2 stayed viable. Uh, so, you know, during that time and even currently, um, you know, I, I'm making pretty much direct donations to G2 to make sure that, uh, you know, the doors stay open and everything is going uh, because, you know, we will see the other end of this. Um, and as I said on the pulpit at New Horizons Baptist Church during one of their services, more than 60 businesses or 60 percent of businesses have failed and are not going to continue. And by the grace of God, we're still open. Uh, and to that end, we're thriving. So we're very blessed and we want to make sure that we continue to bless people as much as we can. So I just wanted to kind of go over those expenses. Um, some of the new business, uh, the podcast is, as I just told you about when we started, you'll start to see those things. I've got to teach myself how to do it unless we can get volunteers that are willing to come in and kind of take it on. Uh, so if you know anyone that maybe is in a, a computer uh, program at the college or it's just an interest that they do and they either want to train us on how to do it 
or do it themselves or collaborate, that would be great. Because if you've watched the videos, they're pretty. Huh, Diana? I don't think Diana has any more bandwidth to, to do it, you know. I would love for her to do it. So, yeah, please. <laughs> please throw her under the bus and get her out there for sure. Uh, also, you know, if you've looked at our, our new website is www. Did I say too many W's? G-T-W-O, G-T-W-O at dot uh, org. What? G-T-W-O, G-T-W-O dot org. Put it in the chat. I I will edit that part out, right? www dot. I am right now. All right, it's in there. So, unfortunately, Erica and B used a third party when we started our first website. So when we tried to update it, we couldn't update payments and make sure that the payments were secure. So we had to get a new website, and they and they won't give us the domain back. Uh, so the domain name. That's our issue. Yeah, we're gonna still fight it, but for now we had to go forward. So I wanted to give a special thank you to Tiffany Diamond, uh, who came to us by the way of Diana. And so the black and white pictures, anything that looks like it was professionally done, was done by Tiffany Diamond Photography. Uh, and so she is awesome. Yes, Shaylin. What happened to all those pictures that we took? What, remember we took a whole bunch of pictures a while ago. What happened to those? What do you mean, like at, um, at Salvation Army and stuff? No. Oh, yeah. Many of them are on the website, and the rest of them just need to be put up there. You know, we, we just need help in the, in that department of, of putting it on there. So, you know, they're all there. Uh, we have it all. Uh, but the, when you go to the website, the last posting was in June or July. So uh, it's just, it's, it's tough, you know. Uh, but that that's kind of our issue there. Uh, but we have some wonderful pictures. You should go and look at them. Naja? Yeah, um, I just got some news to tell you. I don't know if this is the right time to do it. Go ahead.
March or April. Okay, awesome. Are you guys going to have a meeting anytime soon? Still, I'm still in talks with the um, the artist. Okay. To find out when this COVID is going to be over with. And, you know. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. Thank you. All right. So, do you have more, Naja, or is that everything? Okay. Uh, when Naja was saying about the young lady, uh, I actually spoke with her. I was on a conference call with her, uh, and so she is. Uh, just a uh, really intelligent uh, young young woman who is transferring to UW Tacoma next year, and uh, she's been through a lot in a little bit of time. Very mature uh, for her age as a 19-year-old, and we are going to try to support her how we can, along with Family Day and uh, uh, the school district out there. So I will keep you up to date on how that goes, but. We just, I just had a conversation with her, I believe it was Saturday, Saturday or Friday. Uh, so more to come on that. Uh, anyway, let, let, let's get the other updates before I get to the good part. Shaylin, do you have any updates for us? Um, I like my bitches, that was my first time seeing them. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks good, you look good. I can see that, I was like, you go girl. Uh-huh. So I had to turn off the camera. I had a little moment. <laughs> um, so I um, currently, um, you know, I'm on the board of Catalyst. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been a, 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 a good, great experience. Um, Catalyst Public Schools, our first charter school here. Um, and so we're still doing enrollments. And if you're looking for, you know, families um, or, you know, families that would you think would benefit you know, um, I would say go in there and get on those wait lists. We are expanding classes and we have different rules, but we also have extra stuff to help keep students um, safe and, you know, and all that. Um, another thing is... What grades, Shaylin? What now? What grades? So we currently have kindergarten, first grade, fifth, wait a minute, kindergarten, first, fifth, and sixth. Okay. Yeah. Um, and looking to expand, knowing that next year when our scholars need their next grade, so the first graders are in second grade, right? Mm -hmm. So then they'll bump up. We're going to cap at sixth grade, so the fifth grade will already feed in, but we want to end up with, you know, a full elementary school, but knowing that building, especially during the time of COVID, or just starting off and launching, you know, is, is more of a, is a better thing just to try to go full gamut. So I'm kind of thankful that we've had some, um, some slowdowns that allowed us to launch, you know, at a slower pace. Nice. Um, another thing is, is I was contacted by the mayor to join um, KEDA's Diversity Task Force. Um, and so KIDSAP Economic Development Alliance, I currently focus on uh, a committee or a task force of people. And currently what we're trying to do is to get the board and the people who are responsible for the economic growth of KIDSAP County the, to get it in their head that they can't work off of a spreadsheet of where all of the businesses of color are, they need to get out and they need to get on the ground um, in virtual meetings, doing whatever it takes to connect with those people, right? Mm -hmm. Whoever they are, wherever they are, you're responsible, you get money, you've always gotten money, you're the person who is supposed to help people, you know, process their applications um, and so that they're 
I'm actually teaching Word. Um, it's quite interesting because I come across, you know, in my last class, I had five different platforms that wow. were working. You know what I mean? From mm -hmm. com, you know, to somebody who was on a Mac, to another person who had 2019, another person who had 2016, another person on a tablet. And like, oh, I'm going to make all this work. But we grew and we learned together. Nice. So, um, there are some opportunities for people to do distance learning, and I will probably have one class in person. And so um, that's a way to support. Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, if you know some folks that are looking for some work skills, you know, we're doing virtual workshops and things like right now. So a Zoom meeting or a Teams meeting, um, those are ways that we can still connect with people. Um, and so, you know, if there's resources, there are, we, you know, Google does have, you know, workshops and things like that as resources currently. And so I would, you know, just let you remind you that those are available to you all and the people that you support as well. Awesome. And how's Z doing? Thrive doing well. You kind of saw her in the picture. I, I made her come around and look at my picture. She's like, can they see me? I'm like, I'm what do you mean? You're in the camera. So she's doing well. She's um, officially on, you know, vacation. She finished up some of her classwork Sunday evening. Um, just digging down. She's doing real great in her classes still. So I know Marlon always likes to hear that. And, and Marwanda, you guys are, you know, you guys just love my baby girl. And I just thank you guys for supporting her um, and being strong men in her life always. Awesome. Um, yeah, she, she's, she's just being awesome. She's taking two AP classes currently and doing very, very well in those. And it's helping other people. So, you know, um, just, just yeah, she, come over here. Put your face in there. She just walked by. She said no. <laughs> All right. I went down for a second. Rod, why don't we go ahead and, and kick on to you if you got your Bluetooth connected there. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, if, if you guys don't know too much about Rod, Rod uh, is my best friend from third grade. So I have known him longer than I've known most of my uh, brothers and sisters. So as you know, I was adopted when I was five, and my dad moved us from New York when I was nine. Uh, and two days, um, the school had started two days in the third grade, and he was in my class, and we have been friends ever since. So that's a very long relationship. Uh, Rod is in the medical field, uh, and that is the expertise, along with some other things that he brings with us. So he'll send us um, updates on COVID and some other things, and just some ideas on how to stay healthy and, uh, you know, especially for folks in our community. So we, we do appreciate him. He does live outside the county, uh, but he is uh, passionate about what we do and, uh, and is here with us in spirit and, and does communicate from a distance as we are now. Rod, do you have anything that you want to add? to get it so 
the conspiracy symptoms and all this stuff that um, people are trying to throw out there and make it seem like it's an unsafe vaccination. Um, the, the one thing that I see mostly in the hospital is ignorance due to the fact of somebody saying something. And so I'm here to say that when the chance does come for... Uh-oh, he cut out. Maybe he'll come back on. I... All right. No, no, no worries. Hey, we really appreciate that. Um, to have someone that far on the front lines, first, thank you for your sacrifice because you're putting yourself out there uh, for yourself, your, your wife, and your son. So thank you for that. You know, to, to get the vaccine that quick. I mean, they just, you know, just sent this thing through. So, I mean, that is fast moving there. Um, I will say, you know, I do have my reservations. So, you know, uh, will I take the vaccine when it comes available? You know, I'll still have to make that decision. But that is some powerful testimony for me to weigh from someone that I trust explicitly. So, you know, um, you know, I will definitely take that under advisement. Thank you. transparency and the hopes to help our community um, you know Rod knows my medical history uh, pretty extensively and so he knows that I suffer from a not too well-known lung disease called sarcoidosis and so it does affect my lungs uh, and so for me to get COVID could be uh, a death sentence for me so I, I really do take the social distancing very uh, seriously and when he is telling me that information, he is telling me that with that knowledge in mind. So, um, you know, please do listen. And like he said, you know, you'll have to make a decision, each one of you, for yourselves and your family. Um, but I really thank you, Rod, for being on today and being able to share that. Uh, speaking of Rob, who is not here, uh, he just had a colonoscopy yesterday. So those of us who are 50, please do schedule that. Uh, I will be having an upper GI uh, scheduled here soon because I'm having some uh, some issues with food. Uh, and although I'm 40-something, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get it going uh, and do mine sooner than later. But uh, he just had his yesterday. He's having some heart issues, so he's going in. Uh, if you don't know, last year, I think it was last year, he had to have a stint put in and open up. And so he's having some issues again, uh, where he's been having some pain. And so he's gone to the hospital. Uh, they put him on the treadmill and injected the dyes. And so they want to see him back um, on the on the 30th, I believe is the 30th. So he'll be in there and he'll find out if he needs to have another stint or whatnot. But they put him back on medication. So keep him in your prayers. 
so that he can uh, stay healthy. Uh, Marlon, updates for you. Yes. I've been doing great working on uh, my personal project, the hot sauce, promoting that, um, production, paperwork. Been doing a little traveling, so I'm kind of quarantining myself, even though I kept a lot of distance from everyone. Just trying to keep it productive. Well, I, you I know, can't... in all the things that you've done, you definitely haven't met a shaver or a razor. <laughs> Actually, I, I... <laughs> No, no, you look good. Your beard looks good. <laughs> I don't know. They could definitely look like a Fred Flintstone now. Well, you know, uh, I won't make any comments. I'll just say you, you look you look distinguished. Okay. I can see the picture of, of your face on the hot sauce bottle. <laughs> with the beard. <laughs> Each one of you is going to select an individual or a family that you would like to help and hopefully it's something specific and not you know i just want to give them cash but something that will help them uh and and uh add value and or ease their lives okay uh so each one of you have the ability to nominate one person tell us what their need is and then we will go ahead and make that happen uh you have a thousand dollars each one of you uh, to decide who you want to help. Of course, can't help your own family members, unfortunately. But um, so, so please do that. The sooner you have it, we already have the funds available. So literally, if you were to tell me someone right now, we could make it happen immediately. If it's something to purchase, we could go and make that purchase immediately. So we're ready to go. Um, that said, I'm going to tell you who the first awardee is. Um, one of the things that I kind of see as the need that exists. One, we're, we're here in the midst of COVID, we're social distancing, people are at home. So if you're looking for ideas, everyone doesn't have a computer, everyone doesn't have Wi-Fi. Uh, for the schools that do give out the computers to the kids, typically they're Chromebooks and while they're nice, um, that does still limit what the family can do is that Chromebook is in use for class. And so people having uh, a computer that has a, you know, a better processor and storage and everything else that they can do things would be a very powerful thing for, for many families. I wouldn't be able to survive without internet or, or a computer. Uh, and so with folks with multiple kids in the house or not having that access, that's huge, okay? Uh, and also in this time, we don't know when this is going to let up, just because everyone, or the vaccines are rolling out, this is going to be our normal for at least another three to six months. Would you say that's true, Rod? Um, at least six months, maybe longer. Um, I'm hoping that the Okay. All right. And now, you know, Europe has another strain that's 70% more infectious. Is that, you know, that's the news that I heard. So if that hits us, we don't have a vaccine for that. 
So that's going to be pretty crazy. True story? All right. So with that, uh, like I said, um, you know, a computer, uh, you know, folks might need clothing. Uh, you'll come up with what it is, right? So the very first award is going to be an entrepreneur award. So one of the other things is people are not able to go to work. One, because the, the jobs are gone. Two, they may need to keep themselves safe or they may need to keep their family members safe. So that is making it really difficult, right? And there are people in the community um, that need help, right? And they need a little bit of direction. And if they had some support in that way, they can create different streams of income to take care of themselves. And there are people in the community uh, who have sacrificed and, so, uh, and have done a lot. And so uh, $1,000 is going to go to Marlon for his hot sauce business. Uh, Marlon has been tireless, and I mean tireless. If those of you who knew Marlon at Olympic College uh, know that he was always there helping people, uh, always very friendly. Um, even back then, he would, you know, feed folks. Uh, you know, the hatchery idea of getting the salmon out there and brining it and smoking came from Marlin. Uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, if Marlin didn't go by himself or, or with the crew, uh, he was sending the crew out to get the salmon. Uh, he would come back and process it, which means filleting all those fish guts and all that blood and all that stank. And it was stank, <laughs> you know, and it was a lot of it. And then he would brine that salmon on a, sad, on, a, on a Friday or a Saturday, smoke it on a Saturday, and then serve it on a Sunday. So, you know, we're talking about 20 plus hours every week while we were doing the salmon dinners. And all of that was to serve a meal with dignity, right? So my thought process on that is I'm not going to serve anyone something that I would not serve Layla. And you know how I feel about my Layla bear, right? So to be able to sit down with real utensils, real plates, some music, have a what would be a $40 meal at Anthony's or some other seafood restaurant and get baked salmon, fried salmon, smoked salmon with all the sides and the fixings and to be able to sit there on a Sunday and just, you know, feel like, you know what, I'm not eating out of a, a, a carton, right? I'm not eating something in a wrapper. And I can sit down and, and have that dignity of service. You know, Marlon made that possible for months, for months. And so we, G2 appreciates you. The people that you served appreciate you. And so the first grant is an entrepreneur grant that is going to you to help you with your hot sauce business. So you have $1,000 coming, sir. It is there for you. Thank you so much. I don't know what to say. I'm kind of choked up at the moment. <clears throat> Uh, as I was telling you, I've been trying to work out the logistics, and a lot of it is usually funds to cover X, Y, and Z, and saving it up a penny at a time, and having to go back two pennies, and you try to save five to make up for the two you had to use, and it's been a long road, and sometimes God blesses you with pieces of the puzzle, but you don't have the finances to put them in place. Mm -hmm. And that will definitely be a big help. Thank you. All right. You wanna you wanna tell folks kind of what you've been doing, your trips to California and talking with farmers and things like this? Um, my cousin, 
uh, who you met, Gabriel, uh, he's the one who kind of pushed me to, to do this. I've been making this sauce for almost 20 years and giving it away as gifts and things and such. Um, introduced me to a, a farmer down there who will allow me um, about 50 yards of rows. He says, I can plant my peppers there and only thing I have to do is come down and get them harvested when it's time. And he's ready to start in February, March, planting peppers that I want to grow and anything else on that property. And it's always cheaper to grow it. And I went down there just last week and looked at the space and I was amazed what seven rows looks like. And I said, I'm only gonna do seven rows. He says, no, 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 this whole quarter acre is yours. I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do with a quarter acre. I barely made it with the little 10 yards I did over my parking lot. So I have, I've been blessed with the opportunity to produce and now just getting the pieces of the puzzle in place and I'm working on them. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Uh, for those of you that have tasted uh, Marlon's hot sauce, do you want to comment on what you feel about it? Because, you know, I don't like spicy food, so it's too hot for me. Well, I definitely can attest to the flavor of his hot sauce. I thank him for a jar of that stuff before I left. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that he is now blessed to put this out to the world and actually, you know, profit from it. Because, you know, when his giving is good, that gives me the jar he did, even though it only lasts me like three or four days. Because I put out, you are blessed, my brother. Thank you. Guys, are Shaylin? Oh, I just want to know if you've had this hot sauce, what do you think of it? It's fine. I like it. Drink cooks with it all the time. Yeah. All right. Shaylin? I've had it before. It's good. It's good? I did it on my chicken. Oh. Put it the chicken. That's what I wanted to for that chicken. The little chicken thigh be cut up. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, and I miss that deep fried smoked salmon. So, you know. Oh, yes. It, yeah, it, it was good. As soon as it came out, you put some of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just the salmon, not the hot sauce for me, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we want, we want to support you in that. We need different channels of revenue in our personal lives, if you don't mind. Uh, you can also see his story. Um, as I said before, Tiffany interviewed Marlon. His story is on our new website. So read his story because it's really powerful. But some of the things that you don't know about Marlon is Marlon is a disabled individual who uh, went back to work as a paraeducator as kind of a float. And many times he is given the children who are deemed as the problem children and other folks can't uh, seem to make headway with. Uh, many times we know that these are little black boys and little black girls that he is able to make connections with, and he's doing that and trying to make ends meet between doing that and disability and things of that nature and still trying to give back and give of himself. Uh, and he really is a tireless individual um, 
And so we, we just appreciate that and we want to support it. Uh, and we've got to find new ways uh, to make ourselves viable as we uh, continue to grow and kind of take back our lives. So, you know, again, thank you, Marlon. We'll talk offline on what you need to do and, and your support. I know we were talking about uh, him needing some bottling and where to process that. You know, our bento boxes were sourced out of China and all that good stuff. So we know how to do those things. And so we can help in that process, you know, as well, as far as advice. So congratulations on that. Does, does anyone, is anyone thinking of someone off the top of who they want to nominate to help? If it is, you know, more than a thousand, you know, you know, try to keep it around there. It doesn't have to be one person. If you want to help two people for 500 or one person for seven and three, if you want to help 20 people with 50 or 25 people with, you know, I, I don't even know if that math was correct on that. 10 people with 100. <laughs> Layla would be like, Daddy, that is not right. Um, however you want to break that up. But if there's something special out there, then, then, then let me know and let's see if we can find a way to do it. One of the other people that we're going to select is an individual who was living with uh, some family members uh, and sleeping on a couch. Kids were sleeping on the floor, about 10 people in the house, uh, and moved into a shelter. And they were in the shelter. And unfortunately, when their son turned 18, they could no longer be in the women's shelter. And so as I tell the story, many of you will probably know who this is. I'm not going to say the name because this will go out, you know, this will be posted. Um, and went to the shelter. While she was in the shelter, she started going to Olympic College through their Pathways program uh, to figure out what she wanted to do. Uh, she then went into the Culinary Arts program. Unfortunately, when her son, who was attending Bremerton High, turned 18, they had to leave the women's shelter. By the grace of God, they were able to go back to where they were, but that meant back to the floor, right? And so this is the senior year for a high school kid who is feeling just so defeated, like it's his fault for being born that his mom and little brother are put out of a shelter because he turned 18, right? The nicest young man you'd ever want to know, uh, just, just polite, uh, uh, helpful, respectful, just a great guy. Uh, so they're there. And the rent there was just astronomically untenable. She's trying to do everything that she can. She loses her father during this time. Just a lot of turmoil, but still working and trying to go forward and trying to go forward. And finally got, a, got her own housing. And so what a blessing that that has happened. So she's been in her housing for a few months now. And, uh, of course, you're, you're just happy to have housing. So she's sleeping on a blow-up mattress, and you got a 19-year-old and 11-year-old sharing a little tiny room. And her oldest son is taller than I am, so he's probably like 6'3", right? And so he, it almost feels like his hand and his toe is touching the wall. Uh, but they're in there, and they're making it work. But they're on this little mat, the kids are, and her blow-up mattress just got a hole in it, and now she's back on the couch. Has some physical issues, and that is killing her back. And so we're going to go ahead and get her a queen size bed and we're going to get the boys uh, two twin beds so that they can actually have a bed in their home. So that is the, the second uh, way that we're going to help folks. So those are some ideas for you of what we're going to do. So we look forward to hearing who you want to nominate and, and how you want to help them. And let's make a difference for folks because, you know, they're out here. There's not a lot of support. The support that is here is they're grateful for, but it's just not enough. 
right? It's just not enough. And as Rod was saying, this could be June by the time this thing lets up. And a $600 stimulus does nothing for people, nothing at all, right? Uh, that doesn't pay people's rent, <laughs> barely pay a car payment. Well, I guess it would pay a nice car payment. But there's bills, and they've been stacking up all of these months. And what is $600 going to do, right? What jobs are there for people to work, and are those jobs viable? And if I do go to work, am I putting myself and my children and my family members at risk? Uh, and so these are all things that people have to weigh, and, and we just want to try to help people's lives as much as we possibly can. So that's why I wanted to kind of have this meeting and tell you now before Christmas, because if you have someone, you can tell them they've got a, an additional Christmas present they didn't know was coming. Um, they do not need to um, be out there. You know, of course, if they're willing for us to help share their story, that'd be powerful, because that also helps us to, one, bring awareness to what's happening in the community, uh, and then hopefully ask for more so that we can help more people. Uh, and so we, we often, as a proud people, we suffer in silence. And so people think we're okay. Our family members and friends think that we're okay because we're just supposed to be okay and we're not okay. And so if we can share those stories, then, you know, it just it helps everybody. But if they don't feel comfortable with it, that's okay too. Okay? Uh, it is 2021 here in... Oh, nine days. And as I told a certain individual, uh, he had to wait until 2021 to become a board member. And so I would like to submit for nomination for Raymond Pateau uh, to become a board member. As I believe that he has earned it. He has uh, worked tirelessly uh, for G2. He is currently uh, leading our roofing project. You said you you uh All right, well do we have a second or a third? Okay, I'll say I got I'm third. Third? Naja? <laughs> Rod? I'm with it. You with it? You're on mute. All right. Uh, I, I already know where uh, Stephanie and Rob uh, feel about it. The only person we don't know is Diana, but I think we've got majority. We got more than a quorum. Yep. So <laughs> I will call, call him and let him have the news. How about on three we say uh, welcome to the team, Raymond. One, two, three. Welcome to the team, Raymond. All right. Well, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa to all of you. If I don't talk to you before the New Year, I love you all. I wish that we could talk more, but uh, my bandwidth is beyond. If I can get this much through the cable, I'm putting this much through the cable. Uh, I'm exhausted and I'm tired. Uh, I'm going to take some leave next week from the Navy, but we got to get taxes out and everything else and still apply for grants. So... I would like to sleep, but I got a podcast to do with, with Layla. <laughs> so that ain't happening. Uh, so with that, I'm going to sign off. Like I said, I love you all. Rod, I'll try to catch up to you soon. Uh, Shay, I'll try to catch up with you. Naja, be safe. Are you in New York?
No, where you at? Illinois. Illinois, all right. You stay safe out there in Illinois. Hope you ain't in the south side of Chicago. All right. And Marlon, uh, you and I will catch up and, you know, uh, process, um, you know, what you need to go forward. All right. Well, with that, this is G2 signing out. See y'all later. Later. All right, you got it. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you later, Naja. All right. I control it. <laughs> you control it.